everyone was at each other's throat and there was a lot of anger, animosity, resentment. Talk about how broken people create broken homes and broken people break other people. I didn't want that to be my story. I needed to learn what healthy looks like. It was so very crucial. What's up, family? I'm Oge. And I'm Jeremiah. And, and this, this is the, the Vows and Voices podcast. On this show, we help people win in marriage by sharing our own journey and the lessons we're learning along the way. We're not experts, but we're figuring it out one step at a time and sharing it all with you. So if you're ready, let's get into today's episode. Welcome back, family. In today's episode, we're picking up from where I left off in the last one, talking about our healing process after going or growing up in broken homes. And so today, Oge is going to be sharing her story with us, and we're going to jump straight into it. You can take it away. So I grew up in Lagos with my family, um, and my family consisted of me, my older sisters, and my dad. And for the longest time, I kind of understood that to be what a domestic family looked like. And then, you know, growing up, you don't really know you lack something until somebody points it out, mm. you know? So I wasn't really aware of a mom figure missing mm. until, you know, I needed her. And so whenever I turned about 10, going, you know, preteen, going into teenage years, and it's like, oh, where is this lady that has missed basically every part of my life? And then as she came back into my life, it was a little rough, rough patch in mm. terms of getting her acquainted, you know, back into our lives. Um and navigating that relationship because there was a lot of anger, there was a lot of frustration, like, you weren't there for me. And, you know, with being a teenager, everything is so overly emotional and, and everything. So um, there was a lot of forgiveness. There had to be a lot of mm. um, realizing the whole story from both sides because for the longest time, I only had one side of the story and making judgment based on that side. So as I got older, I noticed that their marriage was, for lack of a better word, trash. <laughs> and that is putting it mildly. There mm. was um, an incredible amount of fights. It was There was no safety, um, well, little, very little safety, actually, um, in terms of being in a home and being in a loving environment. It was mm. Everyone was at each other's throat, and there was a lot of anger, animosity, resentment, mm. and just um, everyone wanted to have their voice heard. Mm. And it seems like no one was listening, but everybody wanted to speak. And that was just, that was just rough navigating. That was just, you know, um, rough. Yeah. Rough. I would say it's, it's a, yeah. it's a right, it's a word that I'll use for that. And so, um, college was definitely an escape in terms of finally, I don't have to deal with the constant argument, the constant criticism, all of that. Um, and I get to just define myself mm -hmm. and mind you this, which was kind of strange, but also perfect because that was the time where God became more real to me. Mm -hmm. He snatched me up at the perfect time and I'm so grateful to him for that. So what I mean by God snatching me up. So I knew that this was a time that I would determine what path that I wanted to take for my life, you know, based on everything that I had been through or based of everything based off of everything that had happened prior, I didn't want that to define what my future looked like. I had been, at such a young age, I was already over a conflict-centered home. I was over it. Like, mm -hmm. I didn't want any, um, I mean, you can't 100% avoid conflict. It's, right. it's a part of getting to know who you're with. But I didn't want that to be such a huge part. 
I didn't want that to be integrated as a norm in the home I would build. So the fear of not wanting to repeat what I grew up around. And, you know, if you listen to anyone, they always talk about how broken people create broken homes and right. broken people break other people. I didn't want that to be my story. I, right. I didn't want to live this entire, you know, I didn't want to spend my entire time on earth to just be from one disastrous situation to another. So I needed to learn what healthy looks like. It was so very imperative. Like it was so very crucial. So with that, with that mindset of no, I don't want this to be my forever. Um, God started to guide my heart. He started to guide me into watching other couples as they interacted, you know, couples that I was fortunate enough to be around, be it through church or, you know, sporting events or school and things like that. Um, I was able to just observe how he talked to her, how she treated him and then realize, wait a minute, it's not the same in every home. Like I said earlier, you don't really know what you don't have until you see and then you realize that, oh my God, this is, this is, right. you know, yeah. there's a, there's a discrepancy here. This is what it's supposed to look like. So I, I, as I saw what it was supposed to look like, I was like, but how did they get that? How did, you know, how, and why do we not have that? I mean, I'm, I'm not, my effort was not put into reshaping or changing my current home, the home that I grew up in, yeah. but in terms of reshaping my mindset for the future, my future home that I would create with somebody. And then that was when I started to ask questions. I started to ask the people that I looked up to and people that I, I, I observed at the time, hey, how did you get this? What did you look for in your wife? What did you look for in your husband? What made this person interesting to you? What made this person a potential for you? And started to hear things like, oh, she was very simple. Or, oh, he was dependable. Oh, he was an honest person. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he was someone that didn't really um, fit tried to fit in with the crowd or change who he was to please other people, just things like that. Um, and then, you know, I didn't ask everybody, but, right. you know, the few people that I saw gems in their marriage and I saw their marriage was gold, um, tried and tested by my, <laughs> my 17 year old brain right. as good and everything. So, yeah. So it gave me a better understanding as to what it entailed. And then even at that, I still had a strong, fear of marriage i i had a strong opposition you know i i was like oh no if this you know if this if it's gonna end up this way i want nothing to do with it if it's gonna end up with all the crazy words being thrown at each other and the, you know so god definitely had to step in in that part and what he did which god is so funny he's so good he started to give me a small a very small desire to just learn what mm his original intent for marriage was. So with that, I've started to watch, um, you know, like real stories, you know, watch people's, um, talk to older people, um, really hear their story, hear what they've been through, how their spouse helped them through, you know, be it parents, um, deceased, um, deceased parents and just, you know, help them through how they were there for each other doing say something as awful as a foreclosure happening or a kid passing mm -hmm. and just the things that, that life throws at you unexpectedly or losing a job, losing your ability, losing, you know, in terms of, um, mobility rather, and still having a spouse, having somebody that is right there beside you mm. through it all. I was like, I want this, you know, <laughs> it was like, um, the mindset, um, of, oh, marriage is just a cage started to crumble down because I finally learned the truth mm. about, no, you get to have a companion, at least 
God's original intent for it. I'm not saying that's how it looks like now in today's, you know, day, day in this day and age for everybody. No, but God's original intent was so you don't do life alone because he never intended for us to do life alone. Mm. And I thought that was so, that was, I, I remember just after watching this one video and it had been days and days of just, um, healthy marriage and you know not not the not the way disney sells it with like you know pres- no it was real and it was routine and it was it was boring <laughs> and, right. it was, and it was you know it was it was there were roles you know and there was there was compatibility there was there was things that made um essentially the home survive yeah whatever was thrown at it so learning those things was and so I remember just one evening or one one night, super late at night, and mind you, I was in college at college at this time, and I had classes the next day. But I just remember breaking down because it was as though like I had been fed a lie for so long, mm. and that lie hardened my heart towards marriage. But then it just felt like those walls were crumbling down, and I just broke down and cried and mm. cried and cried because then I realized that no, not only do I want this, no, I need. I need this in my life. I need, you know, I didn't want to um, depend on my relatives in terms of my mom to be there in, you know, and, you know, by God's grace, he had prior to that exposed me to even what to look like. So even what to look for. So I had a little more um, sense of um, peace Mm -hmm. going into looking around, you know, looking around me, seeing what options were there because I knew what to look for to right. a degree right. and what would stand the test of time. So so what is that? What were you looking for? Because the list that you gave as to the couples that you were interviewing and researching mm-hmm. uh, didn't sound like a lot of physical stuff. Right. Sound, you were talking about traits like uh, dependability and, and love and kindness and things like that. So, right. So did that translate into what you were looking for? Or did you have some aspects that were like, no, this person has to be Nigerian. <laughs> or, because I'm Ghanaian. So, hey, I mean, we know how that panned out. But, like, how did you go into it? I think for me, my, my, I went wide, like, in terms of I didn't care what nationality they were. I didn't oh. care if they were able to disabled. I didn't care how tall they were. I didn't care what their hair color Skin color, none of that mattered. It was, it became solely about who is this person? Mm. Who are they when no one is looking? And who are they to everyone around them? Not only to me. So that became utmost important. I mean, yes, there's the, there is the first foundational requirement of are they a child of God? Mm. And then I write, you know, and, and do they actually live what they profess? Are they someone that is genuine about um, loving God and, and wanting to please him with their character and their, and everything. And so one thing that I f- for sure knew that I had on that list was someone that exemplified the character of Christ mm-hmm. in terms of um, they knew what love and respect was in terms. OK, so, for instance, one, they feared God was a must Two, they love and respected me because they had already gone to God to teach them what it meant to love. And they understood respect. Mm. And then three, we had similar um, ideas of what we wanted for our life, the vision and and where we were going. And we agreed to the same things, how to raise a kid, how to deal with finances, how to deal with relatives, how to deal with, you know, and things like that were so major. So 
everything like that was minor i didn't care about you, you consider the physical things minor i feel like when i how do i put this anything that couldn't stay exactly the same or at least grow in a positive way mm. 10 15 20 30 years 40 years into mm. marriage was not non-essential so like you can't you can't you you didn't want to love someone or approach someone based on like having dreadlocks because i could go bald is essentially what you're saying yeah exactly yeah, okay. and and if you wanted to, you can go to the gym in your 20s and in your 30s and in your 40s you're focused on something else and then decide to not go anymore you yeah. know what i mean but if you are a caring person or a loving person that's it's very unless something super like disastrous happened even at that knowing how to you know recover from that right and, you know who you are it's who you are exactly exactly it's harder Make, to change yeah sense. and I, I made sure to like one thing that was important was okay um i i didn't want to be in a place where i only knew what i didn't want but i think a lot of people they end up knowing what they don't want oh i don't want this i don't want this but they don't end up knowing what they actually do want mm. so they go in with this whole elimination thing but they don't know what to check off or what to qualify you know right. you know they're like oh well he's not rude or he's not this but then you have to know as well but he has to be kind or he has to be this and he has to be that and that's actually what you get presented with mm. you know what i mean because then that's what you end up with so right. um god definitely played a major role in even wanting to be married even wanting to start a family with somebody and mm. right so yeah I know you said to me before that you kind of picture your son, especially as modeling who his dad would be. Right. So if you don't want your son to be X, then make sure that the person that you end up with is not that. Right. And for the guys, if you if you think of your future daughter right. and you wouldn't want them acting a certain way, right. then you need to be very intentional about the woman who you who births that daughter because right. daughters are gonna copy right. a lot from their mom right and you don't want to now be telling her, oh yeah i know mom is like this but don't copy that because right. that's, gonna, that's a harder job than just, just picking the, the uh, not the perfect person. you're not gonna find the perfect person but if your list is based on vain things right um i'll give you an example <laughs> you run into a lot of trouble but i'll give you an example like okay Spent seven years before I met her growing out her hair. Her hair and that that ball the button I said was actually a shot at you, but you didn't catch it. You spent a whole almost a decade growing out this beautiful hair. And she decides that less than a year into our dating relationship, she's gonna get rid of it. Like picture it's a Bald. Sunday morning in the middle of October, my birth month. <laughs> October fourth. <laughs> was it fourth or nineteenth? I cut it fourth. You okay. saw it on the ninth, I believe. Wow. Okay. Right. So it's the middle of October. We're heading to church and I'm picking her up from her apartment and she's walking down the stairs with like a scarf on her head. I'm like, that scarf looks not, not very poofy. looks very skin tight. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so she sits in the car next to me and she's like, she just takes off her. And this was without one. I didn't know she was about to do this. And I'm like, you, you let out a scream. You're like, that scream? you screamed. You're like, I, I was like, ah! bruh. I was like, okay. Right. 
and I just put out the driveway and we went to church. And of course, everyone at church was shocked because they knew Oge for her hair and the way she grew it. And now a few years down the line, she's grown it back out. But that's the point. These things can change. She can have hair one day and decide that, you know what, I'm tired of managing this and chops it off. Right. Later on, she can grow it back. Uh, she can decide to uh, uh, go to the gym every day. And then one day it's like, you know what, I'm tired of this. I don't want to be so stringent on that. And well, my priorities have changed. Right. Or your right? priorities have changed. Like now you're a mom and things like that. So to love someone enough to marry them, like no one's, no one's knocking attraction or physical traits that uh, help you see that, hey, this person might be nice to talk to and stuff. But making that the priority or the main thing that you, you decide uh, based on is is dangerous. Right. Because once those things change and you didn't really vet the person's character, it becomes a uh, very shaky ground. But if you've already committed to marriage and you're doing it the way God says, then if it's not an issue of infidelity or extreme things like uh, abuse and things like that, you're in this for the long haul. So right. what, <laughs> you know, what are you going to do if that's, if you now have to manage uh, your, your kids and tell them, don't take this from dad or don't take this from mom and, and all of that. I know dad goes out every night and doesn't come back in like stuff like that. It's, uh, those are conversations, conversations you want to avoid. Mm. And, what I always, what I used to tell myself is, hey, if I look at this person at this age that I'm considering for marriage, say, you know, at the time he was 21, 22, and I, and my, and this person as they are is my son. If I was this person's mom, you know, mm. and he's this age, can I honestly say to myself that I am proud mm. of this 21 year old that I am considering for marriage? You know what I mean? Like if I was their mother, because right. I feel like a lot of people don't understand that marriage is not about you. It's about everything that affects you and your life, but it's not about what I want and what I desire. Like whenever you're picking, you have to make sure you're, you know, depending on, you know, your family circumstance, is this person able to, you know, take care of my family? Do they have a family or, you know, or, uh, uh, a considerate mindset if my family was to need resources you know just mm. things like that and not only that like i was like i was explaining er earlier if you had a, because you are gonna you are giving your son or your daughter an example to look up right. to so if that's not what you can honestly to yourself say is a good example then it might be a good idea to just keep looking mm. you know yeah. and i one thing that a lot of people forget is that you can only encourage somebody to become who they already want to be. You know, you are not in a, any position, which is a position that God holds yeah. to completely reorient somebody into a new path. You know, if, right. if this is who they are becoming, someone that is, you know what I mean? Kind of yeah. like I can change him, I can change her Right, type. and then, yeah. you know, there, there are circumstances in life that change you, like having a kid and all these things. But marriage is not, it's, 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 more of a revealing factor rather mm. than a transforming factor. Mm, that's good. That's good. It it shows you who you really are. Exactly. And it it's it's like money. It's right. like when they say if someone was poor and then they were really sweet and kind and then they got rich and became kind of rude and and mean and stuff. That they didn't change. That's really who they've always been. It exposes. And it exposes exactly. So I mean, speaking of money, just real quick, uh, what what factor did that play in who you're looking at because yes the physical traits you're saying were minor 
But what about things like financial stability? And if you're looking around at the age that you were looking, early 20s, what fact, how did that play into your your choice? Well, I think we can definitely talk more, you know, more in depth about this topic um, in later episodes. Yeah. But just to give like a brief synopsis for me, I had personally, I desire to be a part of the story, the part of his story. And I wanted him to be a part of my story as early on as possible, you know, and, and I didn't want to hear stories like, oh, when I was struggling and I needed to say, get a piano, I wanted my name to be mentioned when it came to certain things that were, um, turning points in, you Mm -hmm. know, our financial journey, because I wanted it to be something that we could both be proud of because we both had a hand in, you know, and everyone, everyone desires differently. I have friends that he for sure has to have it together and, you know, is on a good career path, but even at that career, careers change, you know, but also learning that we see such a we see such a strange part of each other when we are both, you know, when we, when when we don't have it all together. When we don't have yeah. it, you know, and everything. So I, w- I wanted to see those parts yeah. and know that if I were, if I was able to handle it in the beginning and God forbid those parts where, you know, the situation happens, I didn't want to, I didn't want to have a completely, because the money, you know, I didn't want to have a completely right. changed person because right. I never knew what they were like when they didn't have right. things. But, but it's also not necessarily a guarantee because we still hear stories of people who were together in the struggle in the pit. They make it and they still end up separated or, or divorced. So it's nowhere near a guarantee. But what I'm kind of getting from what you're saying is that you just wanted to build with. And yes. that's something that we also talked about a lot, that wanted to be part of the building process. And yes. that's what it's looked like with us. You know, whatever we are building, we're building together. It's now our thing. It's All not right. like I became a 30-year-old business mogul and then, you became like a, a, a side piece, you know, like a thing to show off because I've made it and now I have like a, a part woman. of your accomplishment. Yeah, like part of my accomplishment. Yeah. But no, you're you're part and pat and no, you're, you're part, part and parcel yes. <laughs> of my journey. Yes. And I'm I'm the same thing when it comes to you. So right. I think that was that was really good. Any last final thing you wanted to throw in? Um yes, and also um I also was it was important to me that I don't stay in a relationship for years and years and years and years and years. Oh, yeah. And because to me, it was like, okay, once we have this established, we can just, it's different mindset when you're dating somebody and when you're in a relationship. So at least personally for me, because I felt like I, I, you know, I was in the position mentally as to, I don't want to do anything that will make him decide not to marry me. If we have spent seven years, eight years, Mm. 10 years, you know, dating, but I feel like it's easier to navigate those things in marriage. Not because I'm, I'm planning on becoming a whole new person, but then it kind of shifts my mind from, Oh, this is my boyfriend into, this is my husband and all the things that that entailed. We're going to definitely get into that in later episodes but it just felt like my interview period was over just personally for me because i had showed him everything in my in my in my um belt you know tool belt as to help him make a decision mm. you know and i feel like if we had kept dating for so long it would feel like i was still and you're still trying to prove yourself in an interview yeah exactly as to whether or not i'm fit for that job and it would have been heart-wrenching if i end up not quote unquote, getting the job or getting that position mm. to be your wife. And I didn't want that to be the so, case. So shorter, you you would recommend a shorter dating um, kind of 
Intentional courting, yes. Intentional courting. Is yes. How, okay. And we were engaged for like three months as well. So even our engagement was was pretty short. And then we just got straight into building. And I think that's a hack. I've said that before. I think that's a hack because, man, it, the, the things that we've been through that could end up in a breakup right. if we were just dating. Right. Took on a whole new meaning because right. we're married. Right. We're wearing a covenant. We are bound. Right. So going through those same things takes on a completely different meaning. But we don't want the episode to get too long. So we'll, we'll explore all these things in later episodes. But before we go, babe, do you know why oysters don't give to charity? Because they're shellfish. <laughs> all right, guys. Have a... <laughs> Bye, guys. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. We'll catch you in the next one. Check out the show notes for links to our social media. You can also shoot us an email. Love to answer your questions or talk about some topics that you'd like us to cover on the show. So until next time, y'all take care.